Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is entitled, The Oil is Coming to Get You. And this, this, is, this is part two. My read is taken from 1 Samuel 16, 1 to 13. And I'm reading from verse 8 to 16 of the New International Version. And I read. Then Jesse called Aminabad and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Shammah pass by. But Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked, Jesse, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. So for the listeners who did not hear part one of the teaching, I am going to provide a quick review on the teaching entitled, The Oil is Coming to Get You. So the story starts where Papa God took an impromptu to get rid of King Saul. However, Prophet Samuel was not happy about it at all, and his unhappiness led him into depression. It happened that Papa God returned up to Jerusalem and saw that Prophet Samuel was still upset. And Papa God asked the prophet, how long are you going to be upset and whine about this thing? I have rejected Saul as king over Israel and I'm not going to change my mind, Papa God repeated. Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. Tell your neighbor, he has a special and a unique job for you to do. And Papa God wants you to anoint kings. See, children of God, the anointing is specific. I can't, I don't know if I can anoint kings, but there are some children of God that he wants to anoint kings. He wants you to counsel people in high places and only you can do it. He wants you to challenge bureaucracy. Only you can do it. He wants you to speak to government and officialdom. He wants you to speak with organization and counsel them. He wants you to speak to administrators, scientists, business moguls, director and legends. He wants you to speak to legislation and establishments. He wants you to challenge them with thus said the Lord. Verse 13. So the Bible let us know how Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day, the spirit of the Lord 
came powerfully upon David. So who is the Spirit of the Lord? The Spirit of the Lord is God the Anointed One. The God that the Bible said he, he was searching the earth to find if he could cut a covenant with anyone. And the Bible said he searched the whole earth, couldn't find anyone. So he had to covenant with himself. He is the Spirit of the Lord. He said, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. And the Spirit of the Lord is God, the Anointed One. So the Bible let us know that the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David after Samuel anoints him with the oil. So the Spirit of the Lord is crucial for you and us. The Spirit of the Lord is crucial for ministry. You cannot minister, children of God, if you haven't got the Spirit of the Lord upon you. And you need to have it for a particular time. He said in John 1, 12, stay here and tarry until the Spirit of the Lord comes up on you. You need to have it for a particular time. Um, David was at the backside tending to sheep. He could only kill lions and bears. He could play his harp and praise and worship, probably write poems. But he needed the Spirit of God in a mighty way to take him to the rest of his journey. Last week I shared that the anointing is a substance that has been smeared and daubed on someone that has been called to do something unique, something exclusive or exceptional or a special job. For example, Moses was called or anointed to deal to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. Samson the Nazarite was given immense strength to aid him against his enemies and allow him to perform superhuman feats, including slaying a lion with his bare hands, massacring an entire army of Philistines using only the jawbone of a donkey. The anointing oil or anointing gives the cutting edge on everything that pertains to life and godliness that you and I do. And it is the burden removing yoke destroying power of God. The oil makes you head and not tail. The oil makes you above and beneath and not beneath, forward ever, backward never. The oil makes you victorious. So sometimes when if you hear children of God, they're talking in a particular manner. They're saying, I am unshakable, I am untouchable, I am immovable and unsatiable and invincible. It's because of the oil. It's because of the anointing. It's because of their faith. It's because they know who lives on the inside of them. It's because they know who or what they carry. And... Um, the oil makes us a planet breaker and history maker. Pastor Sandra, are you just saying these things? What qualifies you to make such bold statements? 
I want to show you something, children of God. And I want you to look at verse 13 again. The, the Bible let us know, Samuel took the, the, the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. That's why I'm saying what I am saying. Uh, and um, the Lord says, take a heifer with you. And I like this. Why do I like this? Because a heifer is not normally used to make sacrifice or to make atonement. The type of animals um, that I read in the Bible that mostly used, they are used to make atonement and sacrifice. They are bulls and rams and lambs and he goats, etc. But on th at this point, Papa God requested a heifer instead. Why a heifer? This is the order Papa God chooses to manifest himself as God and son of man first through his son. God told prophet Samuel, bring me a heifer. Why? Because Jesus didn't show up on the scene as son of man yet. So a heifer um, would be more appropriate because a heifer is a young female cow that has not born a calf. So heifer, this heifer is a type of God. So let's have a look at Luke 1. Let's see how it, how, how, how it, um, how it correlates. Luke 1 verse 26. And I read, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. Can you see the reason why now, children of God, why God would have asked for a heifer as a sacrifice? Yes, this is the reason why. He said, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the Most High. He said, the Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. So this is the reason why he called for a heifer. He asked Samuel to sacrifice a heifer. And I like this because God gave the same anointing to King David. This was the same anointing. Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. And I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons 
to, to, to be king. God told the same thing. Amen. To prophet Samuel. Amen. Same thing. So this is where the David got his name from. Amen. This is where he got his name from. But 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 uh, uh, he said he said alright. Then the Lord said, "Rise and anoint him." This is the one. Amen. Watch this again, children of God. In Luke chapter eighteen, a blind beggar received his sight. Yes, Luke chapter 18, and I'm reading from the NIV version again. And I'm reading from verse 35 onwards, 35 to 38. And I read, as Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked, what was happening? They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He called out, Jesus! Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. This is where David got his name from. This is his lineage. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Where are you on the radar? Wherever you are on the radar, in last week's teaching, I told you, wherever on the relationship cycle you are, the oil is coming to get you. Jesus, the son of David, will come and get you. You only need to believe, children of God. Faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God. The Bible let you know, let us know, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging when he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet, be quiet. But he shouted the more, the Bible said. He shouted the more. He shouted the more, all the more, over the reprimand and the scolding and the chastisement of Jesus' disciples and the crowd. Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus heard and Jesus changed the order of request to shut the blind man down. And Jesus shut it down and said, bring him to me. Children of God, what do you want Jesus to do for you? Jesus sent this podcast to you. What can he do for you? He said, I should ask you, what can he do for you? He will get to you wherever on your relationship cycle you are with him. Jesus changed the order of request to shut the blind man down. To bring him to me. He said, Jesus said, bring him to me. When he came near Jesus, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, I want to see, he replied. 
What do you want, children of God? Are you desperate like this blind man? I get to understand that in some parts of the world recently, people were throwing their gods away in the river Ganges. Why? Because they call upon their gods to help them during the coronavirus. But they said their gods didn't come to their help. Their gods were nowhere to be found. So they threw them away in the river. Children of God, Jesus is not like that. He will come and rescue the perishing. He cares for the dying. Jesus will come to save. He's the son of David. He's, he, 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 he'll, he'll heal you. He, Jesus come to save, to heal and deliver you from your difficulties, from your sicknesses, from your diseases. He will come and rescue you and your family. He will have mercy upon you. Call upon him. This is the opportunity, children of God, to call on him and tell him what you want. This is your moment. This is your cue. This is your indication. What do you want? Tell him. Jesus said to the blind man, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, the Bible said, let us know he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praise God. Your enemies are going to praise God when they see you. Your enemies are going to go to pieces with envy when they see you. Your enemies that telling you you will not make it. They are going to crack up and, and, and lose control when they see you. When they see what Jesus has done for you. He, all he wants you to, to do, you and I to do, children of God, he wants you to call out to have faith like the blind man. Son of David, have mercy upon me. Amen. This is why he sent me this podcast to tell you. Call upon him. Tell him what you want. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter. He doesn't matter about that. He don't care who you are, what you've done, what you look like. He wants you. To call upon him because he's a God of mercy. Call upon him and he'll blow your mind. He'll change your life. Papa God, thank you for releasing this burden. And I pray that the children of God will call upon you today as they hear this podcast. Wherever on the face of the globe, on the earth they are at, wherever, whatever situations they find themselves. Let them know that you're a faithful and merciful High priest, let them tap into you and call upon you. And you will come and rescue them and help them like you help this blind man. And the Bible said, you, he, he, immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. So I pray this morning that this your people will call upon you. You will cause a change to their situation, to their circumstances. You will make their lives brand new. In the name of Jesus. And all the glory will come to you, the praises and all of the honor. We bless the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Pastor Sandra checking out again until next week. And just to remind you, please to 
forward your podcast. This is your opportunity of propagating the gospel. You might not be able to go to certain places, certain countries, but if you forward on your podcast and um, pass it to your friends and family and follow all of you that are following me, thank God for your life. And God will bless you when you pass it on. In Jesus' name, God bless you.